the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods of moving and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality and a number one best-selling author, host of the Ken Coleman Show, where he talks about jobs and careers every day, is my co-host today. So we'll be talking about that and your life and your money. Open phones at 888-825-5225. We're going to start this hour with Selena in Orlando. Hi, Selena. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. I'm really excited to be talking to you. Great. How can we help? Um, so I... I recently, I'm married, I'm 28, I live in Orlando, and our household income is 155000 and we just had a baby, and um, we were living in a really small condo and, and kind of needed more space really quickly, so I withdrew all of my 403B, about $26,000, to cover the down payment and the closing costs. I think when we sell our current home, I'll get about twenty-six to $30,000 back, um, but now I'm I'm a new listener, and realize I'm kind of going, didn't follow any of the baby steps. And I'm just wondering what advice like you would give us um, in terms of having a bit of a higher mortgage payment now, and then also needing to kind of rebuild retirement or starting a bit from scratch. Ouch. Well, it's not got anything to do with the baby steps. You've screwed yourself. Um, (laughs) You've really made yourself a mess. Um, Because if you do not uh, redeposit the 26,000, within 60 days of the time you took it out, you're going to be charged your tax rate plus a 10% penalty on this. And so you're going to lose 40% of that money in taxes and penalties. Okay. Translation, $13,000. Okay. $12,000 is going to government. Okay. So when you sell your house, you need to set aside enough to cover the mess you made when your tax bill comes next year. Um, and then the rest of that money will be used for, uh, wherever you are, I guess, in your situation. But yeah, this, uh, you borrowed money for a down payment at 40% interest is what you did. Okay. Yeah. I was hoping like with the taxing, like this, like we'll have a baby on there and this is the first year we'll be filing like you can't, you can't offset this level of mess. Babies don't, babies don't cover this. No, not, not even close. So this is, yeah, you really stepped in it. Um, So, oh, my gosh. Uh, How long ago did you pull the money out? Um, Let's see. We're in July, so maybe about a month ago. But um, the the house that we're having built won't be done until end of September. And so I'm trying to time the selling of this house with the closing of the next house. Why did you pull the money out if you haven't closed on your other house? I needed the money for the down payment. So you put the down payment first, and then they for them to start building, and then it's I. It's not a down payment; it's a of, deposit. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so well, I had to put five percent of the of the house, five percent of the cost of the house. I had to give that to them in order for them to start building it. Yeah, and then if your house doesn't sell, now you got two house payments, and you're double screwed. Well, the other houses in the townhome have been going for like thirty k more than what I originally paid for it, and so I'm hoping to get like a bigger when when this house does sell yeah if interest rates tick up a point by september by the time you get your house on the market and the market freezes like a deer in the headlights you've really messed yourself up i'm scared for you honey i'm scared um you guys have done you guys got completely impulsive and you impulsed a house 
and it made and made yourself a mess potentially i hope you get out of it with your skin intact but i'm not positive you're going to so anyway uh, what can we do from here uh, i assume yeah. you gave them twenty six thousand dollars right i gave them 16 okay so you have 10 yeah and then i, I had savings already so i have about seventeen thousand in savings plus 10 no to 17 in total I had and, seven already. And oh, you I had, had seven and seven. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. And you don't have any other money? Um, no. I mean, no. Do you have investments of any kind that are not mutual funds or that are not uh, retirement accounts? Um, I Maybe uh, three months ago, I opened up a 529 for my daughter. How much is in it? Probably about 3000 Okay, because every dollar we can put back in that 403B before the 60-day mark is not going to be taxed or penalized. And so I'm going to scrape okay. nickels out of the corner of the couch and try to get as close to 26000 back in there because every dollar you put in there is going to save you 40 cents. You follow me? Okay. $10,000, yeah. if you can put $10,000 in there, it saves you four grand. And the four grand is just burned up. It just went to mist. It didn't, it didn't accomplish anything except to allow you to buy something you weren't ready to buy and didn't need to be buying, but you're there now. So yeah, you need to scratch together as much as you can and put it back. Uh, go to RamseySolutions.com and click on smart vester and find a smart vester pro that helps with investing in your area that we recommend. And they'll help you try to get this undone and get as much money back in that account before that 60 day mark as you can to keep from getting hammered with a 10% penalty plus your 30% tax rate, 40 cents on the dollar. Okay. Now, then the rest of this is we're going to have to put you on a game plan where you guys stop buying things you can't afford and, uh, and buying them out of order because you just, and you justify it with a lot of emotion because you had a baby. Babies don't take up that much room. They're not that big. And so this is just complete um, normal stuff. I, I'm, I'm not mad at you, honey. I'm scared for you. And I really want you to not have a mess because by this time next year, if you got two house payments and a $13,000 tax bill, all because you bought a house and can't get your house sold, you got a mess on your hands. You've set your family up for a real problem here unless, you, unless this just unfolds perfectly for you. So let, let's uh, get with a smart investor pro and get this turned around. I say, Dave, I'm following you. Would you suggest, you didn't say it, so that's why I'm asking, pulling the 3000 out of the 529 yes, and adding to it? Yes, I pull every it. dollar I can okay. find so, that's not in a retirement account. All right, so already. in this case, she's got 17 in savings. She puts the three on top of that. She's at 20. Does she keep 1000 in at baby yeah, step one? Yeah, keep $1,000. So now we're at 19. Yeah. How does she come up with 7000 in 30 days? Or she gets penalized only on 7000 not on 26000 I like this. And so if it's if I'm hearing you, and I hope you're hearing this, Selena, I mean, we got, we got you, access to 19 And you need to, to get your budget right on a beans and rice thing yeah. and start replenishing your, yeah. your savings account very, very quickly. But I like getting taxed on seven versus twenty six. Taxed and penalized at forty <laughs> cents on the dollar. Yeah, wow. So yeah, this is this is you do not use your retirement account, people. Yeah, you do not use it for anything except retirement. Because and the and the system's designed to punish you yeah. beyond belief if you do. And the baby it ain't cool. Care. It ain't cool. No. It's not okay. <laughs> You know, it, it's not funny. It's not fun. Mm. It, it's it, and there's no rationalization. You know, babies don't take up that much room. Slow no. down. Sell your house. When your house sells, take that money. 
buy a house, if you want to build a house, then take that money, move into an apartment, and use the money from the sale of your house for your deposit on the new construction. But, um, yeah, you got sucked into new house fever bad. Instead of taking a cold shower, you got yourself in a mess. Uh, I'm sorry, hon. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Ken Coleman, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. This is The Ramsey Show. Thank you for being with us, America. Tanner's with us in Washington, D.C. Hi, Tanner. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? So my question is, I'm curious about the flexibility of spending more than 30% of your take-home pay on rent. found that pretty difficult to do especially in like an urban area like DC, I live in downtown. Um, I make around 90,000 a year post grad 23 year old. Um, I got about 20,000 in cash and 7,000, uh, in an investment account. And finally, mainly debt is around seven, seven and a half thousand in student loans. And I spend about $2,000 a month in rent, which is my biggest expense expense by far. But I still find myself able to save um, and spend less on other things. I'm just curious your take on on that uh, approach. Okay. Well, we tell folks to put 25% of their take-home pay aside for housing. And, uh, no, math works in every city and in every state. You don't get a pass on math because you're in Washington, D.C., even though Congress thinks you do. <laughs> yeah, I was getting ready to say, a lot of people but, think um, they do. Yeah, a lot of people in D.C. think you do, but you don't. Uh, and the, the purpose behind it is not that 25% is magic, Tanner. Uh, the, the purpose behind it is don't be house poor. If you find yourself able to save and uh, able to invest because you keep all other parts of your lifestyle so low, then then you're okay. But if you're but what happens to most people is when they've got a high cost of housing in their budget, it squeezes their budget and there's not room to uh, save up to buy the next car. So the next car becomes debt. And there's not room to save up for Christmas, and Christmas becomes debt. And there's not room to save up for a couch, and the couch becomes debt and because it's all going out in house payment. And so, in effect, what you did is you uh, you, you, you didn't, you know, by, by squeezing yourself, you did that. Now, you're telling me you've made room in your budget and you're doing okay. Then, you know, if whatever you want to do, brother. But here's the thing. Whatever you okay. spend on rent is gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just setting fire to $100 bills in the middle of the floor. And so the more $100 bills you burn in the middle of the floor, the fewer mon- less money you got, man. I mean, it's a pretty simple equation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely, uh, definitely reduces the ability to buy down the road for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, because you're giving it to them in rent. 
And so well, I don't know how you fix that exactly necessarily in your situation. Maybe your commute is longer. Maybe there's a roommate involved or, uh, or maybe you just say, I'm going to, it's going to cost me this and it's my choice and I'm an adult. Well, yeah, you're allowed to do all that. But our reason is to give you, giving you the 25% guideline, it's not a rule. It's a guideline is so that you don't become house poor because if you're, for instance, going to get a mortgage folks in America, um, the stupid mortgage company will approve you for almost double that. I mean, they'll approve you close to 50% of your take-home pay, 36% of your uh, ratio, you know? And so, and that's not based on take-home pay, the 36 isn't it? That you can get a house payment up to, uh, close to half of your dadgum take-home pay. And there's just no way that budget works, people. And, well, I'm in California. Well, California, they got to do math, too, even though your governor doesn't think so. You got to do math, you know? It's not, a, it's not an option math is math and it's not it's not a, a a moral construct it's a it's a math thing well to win tanner in professional world financial world you've got to sacrifice everybody who wins has to sacrifice something and what we've done here with this 25 percent, you are now having to choose do you want to sacrifice money as dave said by by burning those extra hundred dollars between the five percent that we're talking about or do you want to sacrifice a little bit of your time now you're living downtown dc that's premium and i get it you may work on the hill. Who knows what you do? But you're there for a reason. But if you move out into the suburbs of Northern Virginia, I know it well. Yes, it's a it's a headache. Uh, but we'd rather you sacrifice the right thing, and that's why we put this. I want people to understand what we're teaching here. It's not to be hard and fast on a rule. It's to help you learn what you need to sacrifice. And in my situation, if I were in your situation, Tanner, I would be sacrificing my time, not my money. Yeah, twenty three years old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I will tell you this, Ken. I did it worse then he's doing it sure worse yeah he's in good shape. my wife and i get out of college and here's how stupid we were <laughs> we go and rent a we, we have two dogs we're just out of college yep. we got two little jobs we go and rent a three-bedroom townhouse sure luxury right thing sure that's like five times mm -hmm. what we needed mm-hmm because we thought it was cool. Do you remember what were in the extra rooms? Uh, nothing. <laughs> sure. Because by the time we finished paying the freaking rent, we had no money. Yeah. Yeah. So what we ended up doing was moving into a little one-bedroom uh, apartment in a questionable uh, – I don't know what those ladies down the hall were doing – in a questionable <laughs> situation. And um, You were hoping you weren't on a Vice episode. Yeah, man, or, I'm uh, telling you. And uh, yeah. we lived there for a year, but it was one – third yeah. the rent that we were paying before yeah. one third and so that'd be like you, you had an eighteen hundred dollar rent and we moved down to a six hundred dollar rent right you know kind of thing today in today's dollars it was a lot less than that in the back when the dinosaurs roamed the earth but yeah but oh my gosh wow well see, I, I, hear so that. I did the exact same crap okay? no i get it but, but i wanted point, something nice and i had a job yeah and i'd gotten out of college and i, I deserved yeah. it we have a lot of 23-year-olds that are in a very similar situation to Tanner. Now, just think about this. If he gets a roommate, and now he's saving, let's just call it $1,000 a month, okay, splitting the rent, he's paying off that student loan debt of $7,000 really, really fast, and now he's just stacking money. Yeah, so that's what we're talking cash. about. Stacking cash, man. It's so much smarter than renting. Uh, paying all that money in rent. Tyler's in Louisville. Hi, Tyler. What's up? Um, yes, I had a quick question. First of all, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Um, uh, so I have a, uh, I'm on baby step two and, um, been doing ish for a while. 
at the beginning of the year, I got smart and said, you're stupid, get out of debt. Um, but the student loans coming back up because I've been basically taking that payment, putting it towards everything else. Mine is consolidated, or I believe it is at least. It's a, um, do I look at the individual loan amounts or do I just look at the consolidated amount where I put it at? If it's consolidated, it's no now problem. one amount. Okay. It used so to be little loans. I, if it is one loan, I mean, if it's okay. if it's a bunch of little, are you paying? Will you be paying a bunch of little payments or one payment? No, I pay one payment, and when I look at it, I see all the individual ones I took out. Yeah, but you, um, that doesn't matter. But it, it's, the the it's purpose of the debt snowball is you want to what what you want to have happen in the debt snowball is you want to um, clear a debt and that payment on yeah. that debt to go away. When you clear one of these okay. little debts, it doesn't change your payment. That's what I was thinking. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, so I would so, just put the total okay. in your debt snowball. Awesome. That works. Hey, that man. It really easy. Thank you, sir. Get after <laughs> it. That's really smart because, you know, the data is now coming out now that we're actually finding that, that you're going to have to pay your student mm-hmm. loans, which we kind of been telling you for three freaking years. But um, now that we found out that we were right again, um, yes, I just said I told you so. Live with it. Um but now that we found out you have to pay your student loans, there's going to be a lot of questions about student loans. And we're, one of the things we're finding, uh, Jade and I were talking about this earlier, is that people uh, basically took the money that they would have been paying on student loans and spent it. Yes, they did. On vaca- vacations, mm-hmm. alcohol, drugs. This is, this is the actual surveys are coming back. I went on a party. Nice. Yeah. With the money that the taxpayers told me I didn't have to pay right now because you were in a COVID crisis. Anybody remember what COVID was? Yeah, it was there. It was just a minute ago, but it was a crisis, if y'all didn't remember. And it was such a crisis that nobody could pay their student loans. But they were able to use the money that they would have been paying on their student loans and go buy drugs and alcohol and vacations. So apparently it wasn't too big a freaking crisis. What do I know? Mm. Just going with the data here. Yeah, that's what happens when you trust a politician with an empty promise that's not constitutional. Well, or someone from the medical community that's trying to do math. <laughs> well, there's that Which too. is proof that we've proven that, you know, once America got Fauci'd, we figured out what happened. This is The Ramsey <laughs> Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, You can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LLC. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author of the book From Paycheck to Purpose, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Thank you for joining us, America. 
in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Jared and Christina are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, Doing good. Well, thank how are you? you? Welcome. Where do you guys live? Woodstock, Georgia, about 40 miles north of Atlanta. Yeah, I know it well. Well, welcome to Nashville. Not a bad drive up here. Not bad. Good to have you. So how much debt have you two paid off? 136000 All right. And how long did this take you? Seven years to the day that we bought the house. Oh, okay. Oh. And what was your range of income during that seven years? Uh, we started about 60 and ended about 145 Cool. What do you all do for a living? I'm a mechanic for the post office. Mm-hmm. And I'm a constable uh, manager at Kennesaw State University. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So you got a little bit of a commute down there. To, Actually, to it's Tennessee. only nine nine miles for me. Oh, okay. All right, not bad. All right, I missed I messed up. All right. So, uh, one hundred thirty six seven years. Sound like you paid off your house? Yes. All right. Look at it, weird people. Yep. Way to go, you guys. What's this house worth? Three forty five now. I'm sorry. Three forty five. Three forty five. Awesome. Very cool. So, how much do you guys have in your retirement savings already? Uh, I think we're at about a hundred thousand. Took you know, last year was a little bit of a hitting everybody's but. yeah okay so you're you're gonna be about a half million dollar net worth already so you're on your way to being millionaires in no time way to go that's fun i just said that out loud Did you hear that <laughs> wow that's pretty stinking cool guys so what starts you on this journey seven years ago so i actually started um when we first got married 15 years ago we just celebrated our 15th year anniversary congratulations and so our first year you know i'm actually not originally from here so we um, knew each other in person from before and then uh, when I moved here it was really the first time we did anything together mm-hmm. um, and we got married um, in uh, July of 2008 mm-hmm. and it was you know <laughs> the great year, year. Yeah. great year yeah. to get married so we pretty quickly um, figured out that you know our finances are will need some um, improvement pretty quickly uh we had a little bit of debt i i grew up living pretty frugally mm-hmm. um and so we had some arguments and by the end of that year we knew we we sold the car that he had some um debt on mm-hmm. and then when i got a job we actually paid all of our debt our wow. biggest issue was um the underwater mortgage in the t- for the town home that um was purchased in 2007 mm. so you know we were kind of bopping along for a couple of years we then we had kids and i ended up staying at home it was pretty tight Mm -hmm. um and we were still kind of trying to figure out where we what are we going to do about the house eventually this has still not come up to Mm -hmm. the value that it was and at some point we got an email from our church we go to woodstock city church um introducing uh financial peace university Mm -hmm. and um in there i was like ah you know i'm pretty frugal i keep my budget um (laughs) you know after the fact i kind of tracked of what was spent uh, but it said it will show you how you can buy and sell a house. So I'm like, you know, why don't we take this class? Um, so when we went and took the class, I was like, you know, where have y'all been before? <laughs> <laughs> so we did quite a few um, things, followed quite a few things. Um, one of them was um, we immediately refied that house to a 15 mm-hmm. so that we could start paying um, down the, the, the what we owed on it. And... Um, from the seven percent interest rate yes. that I had been paying on yes. it since so I bought it. Essentially, our payment stayed the same, but mm-hmm. you know more was going. Yeah, so you went down to what a three? Uh, it was a four, right around yeah. right, four yeah, at okay. the time. In um, yeah, yeah. twenty, it was twenty thirteen, um, yeah. and so 
yes, 2013, I contacted one of the LPs. We loved her, Lindsay Haas. Mm-hmm. Um, a shout to her. She came out because we knew we couldn't sell the house right away. So she mm-hmm. showed us what to do. You know, it was just a. Um, you know, she didn't charge anything for that. Mm-hmm. So we started over the next couple of years, we started doing some upgrades to the house. Like mm-hmm. we painted, we redid the, not redid the deck, but we cleaned up the deck and all and some other stuff. And so when the time came in 2016, we were still kind of figuring out where, whether we're staying in the area or whatnot. And then our HOA was kind of going down the hill. Mm-hmm. We decided it was time to put it up for sale. Um, again, Lindsay helped us through that process. She was a great selling and um, buying agent. There were several, um, offers on the house that we were looking at to buy um, and um, we had had enough equity out of gotten out enough equity out of the house and we had had some savings or from a sale of an apartment that I had back home I'm not mm-hmm. originally from the US and mm-hmm. it was about 20k so we were able to put 20% down like you um, a teach wow. yes she and not only got out of the bad townhome bad HOA that had been upside down but you were able to put 20% down on the new deal. On the new Way deal. Way to go. Yes. So and then seven years later, you paid it off. And exactly. now it's worth 345 Yes. you got to exactly. feel like a genius. <laughs> we bought two cars cash during this time while we were paying this house off. Yeah. Wow. Another shout out I wanted to do to Rachel. I remember her talking about how, you know, if you want to, because I wanted to get um, a change in the career. And so I went and took um, classes at, at a smaller college, you know, not a four-year college, because that we could cash flow at the time. Mm-hmm. And then now that I work at KSU, I went ahead and finished my bachelor degree that, um, with, you know. They pay for it. They yeah. pay for it, right. And I'm working on my master's. So quite a few accomplishments along, along the way. Um, so how does it feel? I want people who are maybe new to this program going, they paid their house off. That was the debt. What does it feel like to not have a house payment now and then yeah. as you look toward the future? It's sinking in. It's still not <laughs> really hit us. Um, but there were several people I worked with that were like, oh, you need to not worry about that. You need to buy this and buy this and go have fun, and you can worry about that later. You've got time before retirement. And now I've had several guys come up to me, shake my hand, like, we're proud of you. Good yeah, job. That's cool. Um, they kind of see it can be done now. Yeah. So Yeah. And Christina, you really, I mean, you upped your game on your whole career. That's a nice move. It's a very nice move. So what was the increase in your pay? Because we looked at the total. You guys went from 60 to 145. How much did you increase? So that was incremental. Um, I started this full-time job in 2018. I was looking at, you know, numbers. And uh, we actually averaged about 108. My latest promotion was in January to the manager position. That was senior account. So how big of a bump was that for you? um, 14. Yeah, and but you know the previous year I went to senior accountant, which sure. that was about the fifteen. She goes yeah. and gets the goes and gets the education that is that she can afford in her budget, That's and then right. goes to work for a, a college, and they give her free to finish her bachelor's. Exactly. So there, there's a, there's a path here That's called right. common free consents. Way to go! I'm so proud of you, heroes. Thank you. Excellent Thank job. You. What do you tell people? The key to getting out of debt is stick together, talk it through, be in agreement. Um, you won't always see eye to eye on everything, but work through it. Yeah. Make yeah, sure ev- you make sure to get to that point. Yeah. Every morning, you know, I am the nerd. He's the free spirit in the sense that, you know, I worry about my spreadsheets. But mm-hmm. every Sunday we get together, we sit and we just talk, you know, we dream. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, his one of his hugest contributions is he's actually worked um overtime for the last 10 years oh, I wow. mean, six days a week pretty much every week so it's there was a lot of you know it wasn't easy <laughs> no how old are you two um 
41 today. Yeah, and you oh, got happy, happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. And uh, and you got a paid for three hundred fifty thousand dollar house. And I'm 44. And, and yeah, and, and you know you're on your way to being millionaires in no time. Congratulations. We're so proud thank of you, you. heroes. Thank you, thank well you. done, heroes. All right, bring the kiddos up. Give us their names and ages. And while they're coming up, we've got a uh, Baby Steps Millionaires book for you, a Total Money Makeover book for you, and a Financial Peace University membership for you. You can use them or give them away. That's the uh, Live and Give box. We'll have that for you. Thanks for coming up to do your debt-free screen. So what are their names and ages? This is Greg. He's 11. Mm-hmm. This is Kira, and she's 10 and a half. All right. They have no idea yet what their parents have done to change their family tree. Pretty incredible, guys. You guys are awesome. All right. Jared and Christina, Greg and Kara from Woodstock, Georgia. 136000 paid off in seven years. House and everything. Making 60 to 145. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. One, One two, two, three. three. We We're are debt-free. Debt free. Yeah. This is how it's done. I love it. She goes back to school at the community college. Yep. Ups her game. Goes and finishes her master. Goes and finishes her bachelor's. Ups her game. Well done, guys. And he works overtime like crazy. That's right. This is the Ramsey Show. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Shiloh's with us in Billings, Montana. Hi, Shiloh. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you for having me. Sure. What's up? Okay, so my question is, my husband works for a company that is unionized, and they are potentially going to be striking fairly soon. And um, my question is, do we hunker down and wait and ride it out, or do we work on paying off our debt still? What, what's the best solution to do? Uh, it depends on the probability of the strike, and let's talk that through for a second. Okay. Sure. Um, how long has he worked for that company? Seven years. Have they ever been on strike while he worked there? No, sir. When was the last no, time they were on strike? Uh, 1997, I think. No, you do not hunker down. Okay. Okay. So now, if it gets and... up, if it gets up closer and it heats up and it heats up and it heats up and you feel like the probability, the actual facts, not the emotions, the facts of what's going on indicate that you got a 70 or an 80% chance they are going to go out then stop everything and pile up cash. But right now, okay. what you've got is a bunch of saber rattling. You know what I mean by that? Yes, sir, I do. Yeah, the sounds of war, but there's not going to be war. Okay. Yeah, and, I, he he is more confident that there won't be a strike than I am. So. Yeah, that, and what, what I'm trying to help you do, and I have to do this myself, and, you know, Ken works with people on careers and do the same thing, is we have to separate uh, – Deloney, Dr. John Deloney talks about this anytime we're facing uh, uh, an anxiety situation, a trauma situation, we have to separate facts from fears. Facts are our friends. What you are doing is worrying. That's what you just told me. And I do that too. Yes, sir. I do that too. But when the facts are that there's been two meetings and there was a meltdown and the guy stormed out. And the last time that happened, there was a strike. Well, that's a fact. We're probably going into a strike. 
But in the meantime, what it is, it's like, I don't like this. They could just put us out and we got no idea. I don't know what's going on. I feel out of control. Well, that's just worrying. Okay. Both are normal, but well, we just have to make good decisions based on all of that. Yeah. And one well, of the things we, you want to look at. Enough, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, we have enough in our savings account to pay off all of our consumer debt. Do it. Um, so just go ahead and do it. And yep. then yep. we'll be okay. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. You won't have any of those payments if you go on strike. That'd be great. That's right. And then Shiloh, you and your husband okay. need to be aware because every union is different. But the, one of the major potential strikes that's coming down the pike is UPS right now. And in that particular, this is one of the largest, un, the largest union in the country. You need that, to find that's out where he works for is UPS. Okay, so I actually okay, I actually know a little bit about this story. Okay, so what then he, wait a minute. I may change my answer. So tell me what's going on. Well, no, no. Actually, Dave is still right. What we want to do is is that has been reported that that the union is saying, and this is posturing as well, but your husband's got to know how much am I going to get paid during this strike and for how long because these unions have money set aside for strikes, Dave. But it is not a per, it's not forever and ever and ever. And so what you have to look at is you have to get the numbers. We could survive. I'll continue to get paid for three months if the strike goes beyond so these are the kind of facts that dave is talking about he's right we pay attention to this and we go okay i know the that the market for share months, that ups would lose to fedex in three months it'll never happen. recover from that's right and it'll never happen but the point is is the unions okay. have enough money in a pool your husband needs to find out yeah, how long happening. would i get paid for and see this is the point that dave is making yeah. so we could survive we pay off the debt and we replenish that emergency fund even in a one-month strike because yeah. I don't think it goes longer than 30 days. I don't think it, goes, you know? I don't so think that, it ever happens. These are the facts that you're talking about, Dave. So no, you got to know. This, yeah, that, okay. I, had no, I, didn't, I didn't have this other information. This is That's different. all right. It's yeah, very good. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, now, I'm even more, now I'm even more sure. That's right. Yeah, pay off your debt. Work your system. I, I'm not saying there's never going to be a strike. I would just say there's a very it's low It's not going to last a long time. Let me just tell you, point. UPS cannot afford it. No. Can't afford it. FedEx will eat their lunch. Yeah, they'll be gone. Yeah, I mean, this it, is posturing. They would lose there you it, the business aspect of that is just mind-boggling so yeah no no you're good you're good very good and one other point to point out this is like this is like dems and republicans uh posturing over the debt ceiling let me just tell you it don't matter who they are i've been old enough i've been around long enough to know they're gonna keep <laughs> extending the debt so i don't hear that headline oh it's gonna shut the world down no the, the republicans are gonna shut the world they're down. going to keep extending the debt this is posturing and negotiation you know this well so yeah. in this case nothing to worry about here at all you're going to be paid at least a month as well even the union folks are saying we have about three months worth of dues set aside that would pay our members while we're striking so th those are the nuances, but actual facts that help you make this decision. Massive deal. Wow. I'm it gonna, is. I'm going to read on this. I'm, I'm really ignorant. Okay, fine. Hey, that's I, I why you pay I, me I, to I, do and it. And I truly don't like being ignorant. So <laughs> I, I don't mind you being smarter than me. Oh, much, no, I'm not. I much. just have to pay attention to work-related issues much. like this, you know. <laughs> yeah. Morgan's with us. Morgan's in Louisiana. Hi, Morgan. How are you? I'm great. Hi, Dave. Hey. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. How can we help? Um, so, yes, sir. So I am kind of in a situation, my husband and I, um, we have been married almost three years in February, and um, we have our finances uh, separate. Um, I have three children, and he has one daughter who's in college. Um, and so we're just trying to figure out how to go about uh, combining the finances um, with the salary I make and his salary and what we owe. 
and expenses in that nature, what steps do you advise us? Where do we begin in so many? How long ago were you divorced? Oh, gosh, mine was uh, in 15. Okay. And uh, was money money problems a contributing factor? No, sir. Well, how long ago was he divorced? Uh, He was, uh, I believe, 18, 2018. Mm -hmm. Were money problems a contributing factor? Uh, Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. So at some point in your new marriages, you have to be married to the person you are married to now, not the one you used to be married to, Mm. meaning he can't hold her misbehavior with money against you and use that as a reason to not combine finances that's why i ask those questions this is typically what causes people to not combine their finances who have been married once they got trashed the last time Mm -hmm. and it's hard not it's hard it's hard to go back you know it's hard to go oh yes i'm gonna treat you know but he really has as a part of his healing from that other divorce is his commitment to you and the two of you combining your finances. So tactically, what you do is uh, we change our we change our proverbs and proverbs. We change our pronouns. Okay, yes. it's our money, not your money, mm-hmm. my money. It's our income. It's our debt. It's our house. It's our grocery bill. There's not a yours and mine. If you That's don't do this, you lower your probability of building wealth tremendously. All of the data that we have says that people that work together have a much higher probability of becoming wealthy than those who run two separate households like a couple of freaking roommates. Absolutely, Dave. And and that's how we both feel that yeah. we're we're just like, you know, roommates. So you just put it and in I'm, one pile. You have one pile of income at the top of the page. Yours plus his equals our. And then we have our expenses down the page, our food, our lights, our water, our house, our, 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 our vacation. Uh, we're visiting your mother and we are paying for that yeah. and whatever it is, right? That kind of, you got right. it. It's all the way down the page. And if yeah, you guys sure. are paying for his daughter's college, that's our expense. Cause you married her when you married him. Yes. Right. right. Am I, am I, am I, am I off track here? You are on track, and I'm going to say I, too, um, am at fault in struggling with the finance from the first marriage. Yeah. So we both have been... Yeah, um, you got to forgive the person you're married to now, because they didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> it's hard, though, because it's human nature to not put your hand out once a dog bit you, you know? Ouch. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's Ken. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.